Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to the podcast and today I'm bringing my review of AEW's Collision. Starting off the evening we go to our first match of the night. It is a two out of three falls match for the AEW Tag Team Championships. It is FTR defending the AEW Tag Team Championships against Bullet, Bullet Club Gold. Uh, number one, I thought the crowd was absolutely awesome throughout the entire duration of Collision. Uh, the match itself, great match. Back and forth matchup between FTR and uh, Bullet, Club, Bullet Club Gold. FTR were keeping the pace. Juice Robinson unloads jabs on Wheeler. Wheeler then gets up, hits a devastating press slam on Juice. Jay White then gets involved, hits a DDT on Dax Hardwood. Jay White then hits a flatliner on Dax as well. Jay White and Dax then both exchange in the middle of the ring with Jay White hitting a switchblade on Cash Wheeler. Pins for the three. Bullet Club get the first fall. Juice Robinson then hits a DDT on Wheeler on the outside. It looked absolutely brutal. Dax then hits a Braid Buster on Juice in the middle of the ring. FTR then hit a Shatter Machine. Pins for the three. FTR win the second fall. Crowd then gives FTR and Bullet Club a standing ovation. Jay White then mocks Shawn Michaels. And then Jay White applies a sharpshooter, but the hold is broken. Dax and Wheeler then apply sharpshooters of their own on Juice Robinson and Jay White, but the holds are broken. And then Dax applies another sharpshooter on Juice Robinson. And your winners of the match, and still AEW Tag Team Champions, are FTR. Hats off to FTR for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the finals of the Owen Hart Cup tournament for the women. It is Ruby Soho going up against Willow Nightingale. I thought it was a good match. Back and forth matchup between Soho and Nightingale with Nightingale keeping the pace of the match. Nightingale then hits a power slam on Ruby Soho. Soho then grabs spray paint, then hands it to Willow. But Soho ultimately hits a no future on Willow Nightingale for a near, uh, near fall. But Willow ends up hitting a devastating power bomb on Ruby Soho. Pins her for the three. And your winner of the match and the winner of the Owen Hart Cup tournament is Willow Nightingale. Hats off to Willow Nightingale for getting the win in this matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It's a glorified squash match. It is the Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King versus a bunch of jobbers. Uh, like I said, the match itself was a glorified squash match. Um, they were trying to do this match was pretty much just highlighting pretty much Malachi Black and Brody King. Um, they were keeping the pace throughout the entire match. Andrade ends up showing up, trying to cause a distraction, but Malachi Black hits the Black Mass, pins for the three, and your winners of the match are Malachi Black and Brody King. Hats off to the Kings of the Black Throne for getting the win in that matchup. Moving on from that, we go into our next match of the night. It is the finals in the Owen Hart Cup tournament. It is Ricky Starks versus CM Punk. I thought it was a good match. Back and forth matchup between Starks and Punk, with Punk keeping the pace of the match. Punk then hits a running knee on Starks. Starks and Punk then both exchange in the middle of the ring, with Punk hitting a devastating power driver on Starks for a near fall. Ricky then hits a spear on Punk. Punk then hits a Hurricane Rana on Starks, but Ricky ultimately hits a roll-up on CM Punk, pins for the three, and your winner of the match and the winner of the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final is Ricky Starks. Hats off to Ricky Starks for getting the win in this matchup. A couple of things I want to say about Collision, man, before I get out of here. Number one, this was a solid Collision from top to bottom, in my honest opinion. Uh, especially the opening matchup, man, FTR versus Bullet Club Gold. I wanted to touch a little bit more in depth, if you will, on this matchup and what I think about 
FTR as far as them defending the AEW Tag Team Championships, what the tag team division can do still, what it means to me as far as uh, what I think the tag team division could do in the near future. Uh, number one, man, FTR is one of those tag teams that is severely underrated. I think Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood are by far one of the, the greatest tag teams of all time. And that's not me just saying that because, oh, he's an AEW super fan. That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. What I was saying to you guys is, is right now what Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood have put, the body of work they put in, even since they've been with AEW, man, has been absolutely just pandemonium, to be honest with you. I mean, the matches they had in AEW have been absolutely awesome. And honestly, for what it's worth, the matches that they had in WWE or their tenure, if you will, that they had in WWE, it, it doesn't even stack up to what uh, Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler have done um, and what they've done in AEW. I mean, the matches they had with AEW have been absolutely amazing. Uh, prime example, the matches they had with the Briscoe brothers, uh, with Mark and Jay Briscoe, man. Those matches were absolutely phenomenal. Rest in peace, by the way, to Jay Briscoe. Um, but those matches were absolutely legendary, man. Some of the greatest tag team matches I've ever seen in my entire life. Those got, those two teams tore the house down. Um, and honestly, if you're not a fan of FTR, man, I, then you're not a fan of tag team wrestling. Those guys are, you know, pretty much the pinnacle, if you will, right now, tag team wrestling, in my honest opinion. I mean, the body of work those guys have put in, uh, the title defenses they've had, I mean, they've held almost every single tag team championship that I can, that I know of personally. Um, at one point, they were AEW Tag Team Champions, IWGP Tag Team Champions, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions at one time, AAA Tag Team Champions. I mean, this is a team that you really can't say they haven't done a whole hell of a lot in the past few years, man. FTR done a phenomenal job. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Willow Nightingale or, CM, uh, or Ricky Starks winning the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Finals. But those two matches do not even stack up to what these two teams did in the ring in the opening match of Collision. With all due respect to those two matches, this match between FTR and Bullet Club, uh, Bullet Club Gold, this should have been the main event. These two teams shut the house down. This was a great match. And FTR, like I said, man, I, I, I'm not trying to praise them too much, but these guys are the pure definition of what tag team wrestling is all about. The passion, the commitment that this team has, to put on phenomenal matches for the fans, and they've done that endlessly. I mean, these matches have been, even when Dax went on his little solo run, so many fans were behind Dax, even when he wasn't teaming up with Wheeler. When Wheeler was kind of injured and taking some time off, you know, Dax was still carrying the load for, you know, FTR, the, the team itself, and honestly for himself. And honestly, you know, you can just tell, man, th these guys are committed to their craft. These guys are committed to the AEW locker room. These guys are committed to collision. And they're committed to tag team wrestling. And they're trying to do absolutely what they can to give the fans a phenomenal matchup, man. And honestly, this two out of three falls matchup between both FTR and Bullet Club Gold, man, it's up there for me as far as the Briscoe Brothers match between, you know, the Briscoes and FTR. Those These matches with FTR, man, as of late, have been absolutely phenomenal. I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next. Do I think... Uh, FDR is done completely with Bullet Club uh, Gold? Absolutely not. But, at the same time too, man, I'm excited for what's going to happen next with FDR. If we're going to get another match between FTR versus Bullet Club Gold, it might happen at All In. Definitely looking forward to that. I mean, obviously the dream match that everybody's talking about with FTR is FTR versus the, uh, the Young Bucks. 
You know, FTR teaming up with CM Punk against the Elite, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, it will be a dream scenario, especially what you know has all played out since the media scrum at All Out last year. But, uh, man, if we keep getting tag team matches like this with FTR, man, sign me up. It, FTR is one of the best tag teams right now in the world, in my honest opinion. Uh, moving on from that, Ruby Soho and Willow Nightingale. Again, I touched base on this match earlier. Um, and honestly, I had nothing but the utmost praise for Willow Nightingale. She is severely over in AEW. Um, and I told you guys before, man, sky's the limit for Willow Nightingale. I think she has a very, very high ceiling in AEW. And she's just putting on phenomenal matches, man. She's doing phenomenal things, especially over in Japan. Uh, she was the uh, New Japan Strong Women's Champion. Uh, she just won the Illinois Hard Cup Tournament Final for the women's side of the bracket. And again, it just goes to show you, man, I was 100% right about Willow Nightingale, man. Sky's the limit for Willow. She has a lot of potential. I see a lot of great things in her future for AEW as well as really, really good matches. So I definitely look forward to what's going to happen next with Willow Nightingale. Uh, the other big match was uh, Ricky Starks versus CM Punk in the men's side of the bracket for the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final. Was I surprised Ricky won? Yeah. To be honest with you, I was, man. I thought this was for sure going to be CM Punk's thing where CM Punk was going to come back, win the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final, try to do his best to get himself over. Um, and that didn't happen. CM Punk ended up putting Ricky Starks over, and Ricky ended up getting the win in that matchup and winning the Owen Hart Cup Tournament Final. Um, do I think it was a big move by CM Punk? Yes, I do. I think CM Punk sees a lot in Ricky Starks. Uh, you know, since Collision's been in existence, CM Punk looks like he's been working, obviously, with FTR. And he's been doing some work with Ricky Starks. So, obviously, I think he has a lot of... I think CM Punk sees a lot of potential in Ricky Starks. Um and the, the ability that he can do on Collision and building his craft and becoming a possible, you know, world champion. And honestly, Ricky Starks does have the potential to be world champion. Uh, do I think that's going to happen right now? No. But could I see Ricky Starks being TNT champion, leading up to him possibly becoming an AEW world champion? Yes. I mean, he's held gold before. The problem is, is the gold that he was wearing really doesn't mean... A damn thing in AEW. I'm sorry, man, but the FTW Championship means absolutely nothing. It's not even a consolation prize at this point. It's just not. I don't know why the title was there. Uh, the last time that title was even relevant was back in the early to mid-90s when ECW was around and Taz was, you know, not only holding the belt, he was the creator of that belt when Paul Heyman was running ECW. Uh, the belt's just not needed. It's just not. Um, but... Ricky has a lot of potential, man. And honestly, I remember seeing Ricky Starks when he wrestled for NWA. And he had a lot of potential. He had good matches with Trevor Murdoch. There were, I believe there was a tournament for the NWA Television Championship at that time when he was in uh, NWA. With I think it was NWA Power. Uh, he did a phenomenal job, man. I mean, obviously, you know, he's still young. He still has a lot of time under his belt to still learn his craft. But he has world champion written all over Ricky Starks. Absolutely, man. There's no way Ricky will eventually not be in the world title picture at some point. I mean, he has he's getting better on the microphone. Uh, his matches are getting better. He has the charisma. I mean, I, I definitely think Ricky Starks will eventually one day be world champion for AEW, in my honest opinion. Um, I was happy that Punk put him over, and I thought the right guy won, to be honest with you. Was I surprised? Yeah, absolutely, because the entire show around Collision is wrapped around CM Punk. And that's the other thing I want to uh, touch base on, too, before I get out of here, man. Um, I know a couple weeks ago I said Collision was starting to feel like Rampage. 
in my honest opinion, that episode when I said it felt like Rampage, that show did worse in the ratings than Rampage did. Um, but I can tell you this, man, if they keep building what they, if they keep building off of what they had with this collision into the future of other collisions, man, this, this show is going to be red hot. Um, absolutely. If they're going to build this show around CM Punk and FTR, they got a little storyline going on between Andrade and Malachi Black and the House of Black. Um, you know, you've been seeing Miro in action as well. Scorpio Sky just had a match uh, recently with Action Andretti. So, and everybody's still waiting for the return of Thunder Rosa. So, this show is slowly, slowly going to start building. And eventually, you know, in my honest opinion, there, there does need to be a hard roster split. To be honest with you, because you can build characters on each show, you can add additions to each show, whether it was Collision, whether it's CM Punk. The issue, really when it comes down to, is who really wants to work with CM Punk, and who really wants to work with Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. That's really what it comes down to. And there's some people that are on Collision that don't mind working with the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and CM Punk. FTR's, you know, a prime example of that. Obviously, they're really close with CM Punk. And they're good friends with CM Punk, but they don't mind working on Dynamite. They're also the current AEW Tag Team Champions, so they do have to do some work within Dynamite as well. So I'm sure Cash Wheeler and Dax Harwood don't mind, you know, obviously the the Elite and all that other stuff. Obviously Punk and the Young Bucks is still a hot topic for most people. And who knows if, those, you know, those group of guys are going to work together. We don't know. Um, I'm hoping maybe we get something for All In, but that's looking more slim than anything else at this point. Just to build off, build off the storyline that happened from the All Out Media Scrum. But who knows if that ever will even ever take place. Um, but the way Collision's shaping up to be, man, Collision is looking very good. If they keep going with the, the uh, momentum they just had with this Collision show, um, sky's the limit for Collision. But I still stand behind what I said, man. It's going to be very hard to see what the show's going to do um, in the near future. And I mean, I think that's for anybody, you know, outside looking in if you're a, you know a casual fan you're just watching just to watch it i'm a fan too but i'm also you know AEW's b- biggest critic same thing with wwe i mean it's 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 night and day man i mean there's people out there saying oh well he's a super fan of AEW. why does he not cover wwe i mean it's it's pretty much simple man it's the product that you like i'm not saying i'm not I, you know don't like wwe i think you know the current roster they have on wwe is absolutely awesome they're just not being utilized correctly. I'll, I'll give you guys a prime example. L.A. Knight or Eli Drake, if you guys want to call him Eli Drake. There have been rumors and speculations about L.A. Knight turning heel when right now he's one of the biggest baby faces in the company. Then you have him in the Money in the Bank matchup and you don't even give the briefcase to him. You give it to, um, I can't remember the guy's name, uh, Damian Priest, with all due respect. You give the breed case to Damian Priest. Okay, that's fine. You know, Judgment Day is a really good stable for WWE. They have Dominic Mysterio, Finn Balor, Rhea Ripley, and Damian Priest. It's a really good stable. And Damian Priest has done a phenomenal job with WWE. He had a great match at Backlash with Bad Bunny. And, you know, honestly, for what it's worth, any other celebrities out there that want to come to WWE or wrestle, I mean, Bad Bunny is, the you know, the pure definition of that. That guy can wrestle. You know, obviously they had backlash in Puerto Rico, and obviously WWE wanted to find somebody that they can feel comfortable in the ring with, with Bad Bunny. And Bad Bunny really, you know, he really held his own, man. That guy can wrestle, 100%. But it's just prime example, man. It's not that I'm not a WWE fan, it's just right now the product over in WWE, in my honest opinion, is stale. And AEW has the same thing, too. 
You know, for example, do I think AEW has way too many titles? Yes. Is their roster bloated? Yes. Do I think they need a hard brand split? Absolutely. Because there's other talent on AEW right now that's not getting showcased on television. You know, it's the same thing with Tony Khan uh, acquiring Ring of Honor. You know, a lot of a lot of people out there are super, super fans of Ring of Honor. And I'm not going to sit here and lie and say that I was a super, super fan of Ring of Honor. I have watched Ring of Honor and seen some of the talent that's come in the doors for Ring of Honor. And it's been great talent for Ring of Honor. There's been a lot of big, big names that have walked through the door for Ring of Honor. From Seth Rollins to Brian, uh, Brian Danielson, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, Roderick Strong. Uh, it, the list goes on, man. It, I mean, Ring of Honor's had phenomenal talent that's walked in that door. But... The Ring of Honor that we're seeing now is nothing to what it was when when Tony Khan bought when he bought the company. It's not it's not even the same Ring of Honor. To me, Ring of Honor right now is eleva- uh, elevation and AW Dark combined into one, and that's what Ring of Honor is. There's not a lot of commitment to the Ring of Honor brand right now, in my honest opinion. And I feel like Ring of Honor is really all over the place. But um, long story short, man, Collision was a solid show. Um, I like the momentum that they're having right now with Collision. If they can build off that momentum for what they just had, especially with this FTR stuff, man, I can't wait till next Saturday for, you know, or next week's collision. It's going to be absolutely awesome. If they can build off the momentum that they have now, continue the storyline with FTR and Bullet Club Gold, and let's get some more information about the storyline between Andrade and Malachi Black and how that's all going to unfold. Definitely looking forward to that. But with that being said, this is my review of AEW's Collision. I hope you guys are out there staying safe. Be careful, and remember, stay classic. Peace.